Good day, everybody. Once again, it is me, the J to the E to the double F free. This is Jeffrey Harris, and welcome back to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. For today's interview, we have an exclusive chat with the one and only, the essential character, the man who controls his narrative, EC3. He just launched his Free the Narrative event, which is available now on Fight TV, and he is taking part in this weekend's Ring of Honor Best in the World pay-per-view event, where he is set to face Flip Gordon in a one-on-one match. This is Ring of Honor's first event in front of live fans since the pandemic shutdown. So this, this is huge. It's being held in Baltimore, Maryland. And EC3 joined us for a very special, exclusive interview. So stay tuned for a few seconds. We have an exclusive interview with EC3 coming up right now on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Stay tuned. Jeffrey Harris reporting for 411 Mania, and this is the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Today we are talking to someone who is most definitely essential. He is EC3, and on July 11th at the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena on pay-per-view, you are going to be wrestling Flip Gordon at ROH Best in the World, and you are going to usher in fans back to Ring of Honor, back to ROH for the first time in almost a year and a half. How does that feel, EC3? feels fantastic it feels fantastic to be able to perform to execute to fight to feel the adrenaline to feel the rush to feel the energy of a live audience Uh, i've been waiting and waiting and waiting for july 11th ring of honor has been putting out such a consistently good product that the only thing was missing was fan reaction feeling it knowing it deriving from it so it's very exciting july 11th that we're back we're back in front of fans um it feels good i don't know if i'll personally be ushering them in i'll be busy but they will be ushered in and they will be paying to see me of course too. so that's a good thing after signing your ring of honor contract a few months ago does this feel like you know the light is at the end of the tunnel that sort of not long after signing that contract, here you are, fans are coming back, and you'll get to sort of have that experience again, you know, because for a long time for wrestling, it's sort of been uh, limited capacities, or you haven't been able to have that fan uh, kind of connection at events. Yeah, I mean, there was good and bads that came out of how to create and perform professional wrestling out of this. Uh, You mentioned you know, like limited capacity and things of that nature. That's what inspired creating my own narrative and experimenting with that. But as far as the light at the end of the tunnel with Ring of Honor, signing with them was a a very much a long-term decision because I knew at the time we were in what we were in. And it's tough not knowing the landscape because the landscape of the world constantly changed. So to make a commitment, it's speculative. But I knew I had faith that this day would come. I'm very happy it has. I'm very happy they have opened the doors. Personally, I would open them six months ago, but that's just me, and I'm a conspiracy theorist, so we're good. 
What do you think of this matchup uh, with Flip Gordon? Flip Gordon has undergone an evolution to himself, and uh, I use him for nefarious means in my build-up to my match, my excellent match at Ring of Honor 19th anniversary with Jay Briscoe, where I did find out honor was real. Um, he was mean to an end. I didn't really know him nor care for him. I have followed his career. Uh, I He's controlling his narrative in a sense. I respect the fact He's disregarding the flash and he's, you know, doing things for himself. Uh, cheating to win is one thing. And then in Ring of Honor, honor is real and it's not necessarily the way to do things. So I'm very curious about this match. I'm very curious what would have built up to this match if I wasn't stricken with a nearly deadly infection in the build up to this match. But there is no hatred, there is no animosity with Flip Gordon, nor is there any like or is there any love. Flip Gordon, a man coming into his own, will be there someday, but it will not be at the expense of myself. Um, I feel with Flip Gordon, he has a lot to learn, and being involved with me, he's going to learn it all. I think this, the wrestling business, is a business that thrives on reinvention and, and rebirth, and EC3, I, I do not think you are a person that rests uh, on their laurels. And in 2020, I feel like you took the reins of your career. You took control back to, I guess, essentially control your narrative and take the reins of your own story. But what do you think about that and the business driving on reinvention and rebirth? Reinvention is utterly one of the most important things somebody can do and a testament to that would just be the undertaker for one not to compare myself and him at all but i appreciate that because i definitely took it upon myself to control my narrative control your narrative is to tell your story and all throughout wrestling i see these individuals who i know their true story but what's portrayed on television via booking committees and creative teams and one man's opinion, I never get to see their true selves and their true stories told. So Control Your Narrative was sort of a self-created experiment on myself to derive from my reality, my purpose, to take back control, to have the freedom to be myself and run with it. It's interesting. It's very, it's artistically very satisfying as far as reaching a broad audience when it's not under a three-letter corporate brand, it's hard to reach the vast wrestling audience because it's only on your social. So fortunately, Ring of Honor has allowed me to control my narrative. My brief run at Impact, I was controlling most of my narrative. And I was able to kind of establish this character. But at the same time, people who are tied to the past, hearken to the past, still don't know what I'm doing and what I'm fighting for. And that's a big thing with Free the Narrative control your narrative is not only to tell my story but i want to tell the stories of so many other people i've met who deserve that opportunity and hopefully through this grassroots campaign and this completely independent production and style we can tell stories to wrestling fans about wrestlers they deserve to know when we saw the emergence of this uh movement ec3 you know it was coming out of very bizarre time in the world, an unprecedented time where, you know, things were uncertain and the pandemic was setting in 
and then you you I think it was a stroke of brilliance that you started mixing in words like essential because essential was sort of becoming a, a very relevant word at that point. I guess where was the I guess inspiration or stroke of brilliance to use that word essential uh, as part of this movement? Yeah, I think as you evolve, you have to evolve your handle and your name. And Ethan Carter the Third from TNA to the top 1% EC3 in WWE, whatever that was, to the essential character. It's just, it's just seeing what's relevant, what's taking place in the world and applying it. So the word narrative has been repeated by both, uh, like both sides of the corporate media structure that lie to us every day. Narrative, narrative, narrative. It kept pounding, but narrative is a story. They're telling us a story. I want to tell you my story. Essential. I think essential came based on the fact Florida opened professional wrestling as an essential business. Also in the fact so many people in the world were losing their jobs because of the economy, because of this pandemic, and some were deemed not essential, which you deem a human being not essential. You're taking away their identity. Uh, I was deemed not essential by my corporate employer, but I believe I am essential. If I don't believe I'm essential, then nobody's going to believe I'm essential. So it's just using what's relevant, putting my spin on it, being creative, and, uh, you know, it sells t-shirts, it's cool. Now, speaking of April 15th and, and care in uh, people being told they're non-essential, uh, people people in businesses claiming they are essential, on April 15th, um, after you were released from WWE, due to what was called pandemic-related budget cuts, one year later, to the day, that same day, WWE started, I guess, um, doing this again. Uh, some people called it tone deaf, uh, but do you consider it ironic on any level that one year later, it was kind of happening again on the same day? And do you find that strange or ironic at all? Strange and ironic because one thing happenstance and serendipity are another thing, and there is a saying that everything happens for a reason or that everything's connected or any other crazy bullshit quotes you can see on Instagram. Uh, the timing was very interesting. The timing was very interesting for the Free the Narrative Project, especially because I met with Matthew Cardona on April 15th, 2021, to have a sit down and discuss our longstanding blood feud that would be settled in Free the Narrative. But on that same day, the releases came out after we had our discussion, after our discussion was released to the world. It it ties together, and the, that that group of people, a lot of people, have been coming, knocking on my door, seeking to control their narrative. And I guess if I was a martyr, or a leader, or at least formulated an idea, that idea is beyond me as a person now, and that idea has grown, that so many more talents know their worth, know their ability to tell their story, know their talent, and know their value. So... It happened for a reason. I don't know what their reason is, but I'm not one to say how anyone should do their business. So, mm. so be it. So be it. World Wrestling Entertainment. But a lot of good people can truly find themselves outside that umbrella. And speaking of the growth of the Free the Narrative brand, 
uh, in May, uh, you had the Free the Narrative event, and you're also working on the movie project. So tell me about the expansion of the uh, Free the Narrative movement and brand, so to speak, and would you like to do more events? And uh, I'm also curious about the movie project. I wouldn't call it a movie per se, because there was a wise, sometimes crazy old man who once said, we're making movies, pal. But are we truly making movies? I don't know that. I would consider it a feature. The Free the Narrative feature was something that uh, I wanted to try. I wanted to attempt to do something different, creative, somewhat artistic, but kind of push forward what I could see coming out of wrestling. Wrestling at its core is storytelling, and I really wanted to focus on stories. It's not just mine. It's not just Matt Cardona's. It's everybody that was involved in it wanted to give them a platform to tell their story and we had a soft release on Vimeo like it was a close to the heart edited project with myself my partner JC who else subs as a narrator put countless hours into creating something different shooting wrestling in a different way and through the pandemic wrestling found itself doing cinematic matches per se and I, I believe those totally jumped the shark as far as, you know, the goofy shit, the breaking of reality, like cinematic matches, I, I don't think have a ton of appeal, but real professional wrestling shot cinematically, I think has a ton of appeal, real stories told cinematically has a lot of appeal. So that's the free, the narrative project. I'm very happy to fight, uh, excuse me to partner with Fight TV to bring this to a bigger platform. Because like I said, creating your own thing, you're limited to your social media and that's a very small bubble. But with Fight's platform behind it, their interest in the project, we can definitely continue to grow, bring this to more people, get feedback, constructive criticism, good feedback, bad feedback, indifferent feedback. I want it all. I want to see what the rest of the world thinks of something different. They beg, they beg online. Every time I look for something different and unique, so hopefully this fills that void. And as far as another project, launching this on Fight TV, you will see a brand new ending that is leading to what is coming next. And I assure you, it's huge. You know, I think some people have a very rigid view about professional wrestling. And you talk about fans begging for something different or unique, and I feel like I just respect the fact that you're trying to push the limits and the boundaries and trying new things, because I think, much like this sport thrives on reinvention and rebirth, I think innovation is something we should be experimenting on in this business and trying new things. But what do you think yeah. about that in, in, in exploring uh, experimentation or just trying something different i think if you do the same thing you always get what you always have right and i can rest on my laurels i've been very successful i have a great position with ring of honor i'm very happy there or i could take my extra time involved in what i'm most passionate about professional wrestling storytelling athleticism fitness these things and build upon them and hopefully do something different and unique. What's interesting about the Free the Narrative project is wrestling fans that have seen it and came back at it 
seem to have definitely enjoyed it, but it definitely played to people that are not necessarily wrestling fans on a different level, which I found very unique. And I think wrestling is for everybody, but wrestling has lost focus on appealing to the masses because vocally the wrestling fans are controlling the narrative, so to speak. So away goes some of the things that might draw mainstream appeal as far as storytelling and things of that nature. So trying to push that forward, uh, it's a risk. If it fails, I failed daring greatly. If it succeeds, we change the game. Either way, you win. Either way, you learn. And either way, you are controlling your narrative. So a week from tomorrow, uh, excuse me, a week from Sunday, rather, you're facing Flip Gordon. You're going to beat Flip Gordon. After that, is it time to start pursuing the ROH world title, the pure title maybe? Uh, or is it not really about titles right now? And is it about controlling the narrative and your story? It's a two-pronged attack. Obviously, working towards something, working for a company, you want to prove you're the best at best in the world. That's a great form for it. To be the best, you should be the champion, or you should always be fighting to become the champion. Because if you're not, what the hell are you there for? So the Ring of Honor world titles, especially, is in my purview. It is in my sights. And it wasn't something I was so concentrated on initially arriving into Ring of Honor, because when I arrived at Ring of Honor, my purpose was to see if honor is even real in professional wrestling anymore. My match with Jay Briscoe, he proved to me that honor is real. Knowing that honor is real, honor is worth fighting for, and honor is in the World Heavyweight title. So that is definitely definitely something I would look forward to. In hindsight, though, with what I've created of myself, wins, losses, sometimes you have to sacrifice yourself to tell the better story, perhaps like I did with Moose at Bound for Glory last year. To create the man I see him becoming, I had to sacrifice my legacy in impact to him so he could take that next step. Whether he did or not, I don't know. We revisit that subject and free the narrative also on Fight TV. So, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking crazy, man. I got all sorts of shit going on. Okay. Now, <laughs> one thing we've seen during this pandemic is we've seen companies being uh, more willing to work with each other and, and also share talent and sort of have these kind of like comic book crossovers. Some people have called it crossing over the forbidden door. What do you think about possibly crossing over the threshold of forbidden doors? Does that excite you at all? And do, do you have any sort of attitude about stepping over these forbidden door thresholds? In Free the Narrative... There is no forbidden door. There's a forbidden there's a forbidden garage door that is busted open as free the narrative contains people from all different brands. Right. From an MLW to an EW to impact to independence. So we do not foresee the forbidden door being an issue in free the narrative because it's not about your wins or losses in the narrative. It's about creating and finding yourself. As far as with Ring of Honor that was taking place with like an impact in AEW. When you mention crossovers, you have to totally look at what is the most successful 
film franchise of all time. That's the Marvel series and the amount of crossovers and Avengers and Infinity War and Endgame, how everything crossed over. That's great fan service and fans want fan service. Wrestling fans know other companies exist. Wrestling fans know that this person works here and this person works here. We may never see it. But to build something, to anticipate something that you may only see once, I think is a great opportunity for every wrestling company to take. So the door should no longer be forbidden. The door should be busted wide open. And I think it has been. Okay, thoughts on Drake Maverick and when you got to interact and have a storyline with uh, Drake Maverick? Because I, I did enjoy that at the time. I don't think it's any secret in reality that Drake, a.k.a. Spud, is one of my best friends in the entire world. I think that's public knowledge, and if it's not, that's an open admission. Uh, he's a man... He's one of the most talented and smart to this industry people I've ever worked with. And when his career is over, if he's not in a position where he's controlling narratives of creative and things of that nature, bringing people along, teaching them how to do this the right way, that would be a huge disappointment to me because that man knows so much, lives, breathes this, and he does it the right way. So uh, unfortunately, his partner was released. He's kind of in a a lost space, but no matter what happens, he has my faith, he has my support, he has my friendship, and he knows my door is always open. Uh, will you be part of the Glory by Honor tour in uh, in August uh, in Philadelphia? Yes, I will be storming into the ECW, I'm sorry, the former ECW arena, guns blazing, jacked, tan, clean, head, ready to continue the legacy that building has built like uh i've been there once i got 619 by ray mysterio that building is electric that building is magnetic i'm very much looking forward to that i'm very much looking forward to what we can do in that in front of those fans uh, i'm also very happy to be talking to you uh, i mean uh, i because a few months ago i saw you were hospitalized due to that infection uh how was that period for you uh how are you how are you feeling right now uh, how was the recovery process, and, and was that a scary time for you at all? It was scary in the sense that I've been going so hard and working so hard on so many different things, whether it's my professional wrestling employment, whether it's my outside projects with the narrative, whether it's fitness, and like creating the fitness and nutrition app, uh, running a print shop in Orlando. Hey, if you ever need t-shirts, www.justifiedprints.com. I even print my own merch. You can get it free ec3.com. But was it scary? I almost put myself in that position by overexhaustion and overwork. I suffered a pretty bad infection. I let it kind of linger. Um, I didn't really know what was happening. It took a while to figure out. I lost some momentum and some mojo, but with difficulties and setbacks like that, you only improve yourself and find yourself moving forward. So at this point, at this juncture, walking in the best of the world, I've been training my ass off to become something relentless, something destructive, something more powerful than I ever have been. So scary, 
kind of needed a break and it was nice to be away from people, but at the same time, absolutely not uh, what I wanted to happen, but it did happen. I dealt with it. And as I would say, that which does not kill you makes you stronger. That which should kill you makes you impossible to beat. Uh, you know, in these years, you know, being I just, a, thought, I just thought of that quote, man. That's pretty good. Huh? I th- I think that was poetic. Um, oh. being a veteran, former world champion, um, an industry mainstay. I mean, do you learn more about, I guess, recovery time, giving your body time to heal, and have you learned have you learned more about yourself in that manner over these years? I definitely have learned its importance and I definitely have neglected it. And that's a flaw of myself because I'm always pushing and I'm always going harder. Uh, and recovery is very important. I think too, based on the fact our schedules limited themselves due to pandemic without live shows, with Ring of Honor or independent days or things of that nature, you are home more and I'm not someone to rest and sit on the couch and watch a binge, watch a Netflix series. I have to be going. And if I'm not working hard at creating, I have to recreate myself. So I could recover better. I know that. I have learned that. Have I applied it? I'll rest when I'm dead. Very, uh, very interesting. Uh, have you been into any more Targets and found any more uh, figure figurines that have been tossed in the trash. I happen to go to a Target once a week. Um, Target, believe it or not, due to pandemic, my usual haunts for picking up uh, possible suitors, the female persuasion. I've lost my creeping in yoga classes and my, you know, people staying away from public places, and I don't party anymore. So the bar barmaids are out. But uh, Target, pretty decent. You can get a good good look at someone's eyes if they're still wearing a face mask and know if they're cute or not. But I haven't seen any of my action figures that deserve immediate destruction of the past. But I do see a lot of action figures for people who I think should control their narrative. The other day I saw a Buddy Murphy action figure. Every time I walk in there, I see Braun Strowman's face all over the packaging. There's a lot of narratives that could be controlled. There's a lot of past that could be destroyed. Now, when fans are going to be going in uh, Baltimore, Maryland, and they're going to get a look at you, and you know, you're going to reveal to them the truth about the narrative and taking control of their narrative, some people might, you know, that knowledge, it might drive them insane or it might cause them to have their eyeballs busted out of their sockets. So... Do you have any advice to those fans who, once they get a look at you, their whole worldviews will be upended? How how will they get a control, better control of themselves and and their own narratives, um, for the you know, for their lives? Well, I don't believe the narrative is like the arc from Indiana Jones. So when you see me, that you necessarily head explodes and eyes pop out, but. What I am and who I am is authentically myself. And sometimes speaking your truth will make people uncomfortable, and that's okay. The freedom to speak, the freedom to act, the freedom to think, the freedom to feel doesn't necessitate people don't feel uncomfortable, but they can discuss it. They can 
learn from it. They can, we can learn from each other. Um, a lot of times I'll have a couple of conversations with people and hopefully through them, they can see themselves better of the, of the, the betterment of themselves because facetious conversations and lies, like what's the point? It is a waste of time. Sometimes you have to face what you fear the most. What you fear the most is a projection of yourself. So yeah, eyes will bug, heads will explode. I'll be like, dude, this dude is jacked as hell. What is Project Narrative Fitness app? I need to get it. But at the same time, if the words I say, my actions, my thoughts inspire people to think for themselves or think differently, I welcome that. Break the hive mind, be inauthentically, excuse me, be authentically who you are, whomever that may be. Through that, you'll take back control, you'll have freedom, and find your purpose. Okay, so ROH, best best in the world, July 11th, Baltimore, Maryland, on pay-per-view on Fight TV. Now, Free the Narrative, uh, you are partnering with Fight TV on that, and, and when will we be able to watch that? That will be available Saturday, July 3rd. So All right. there's an extended ending, an ending that's going to definitely tell you where we're going and possibly reveal who we're with. Uh, I'm very excited for the fight platform to get behind Free the Narrative because it's a project very close to my heart and my soul. And uh, we put out there something different, something unique, whether it's loved, hated, as long as it's not ignored. That's all I care about. Also, EC3, uh, just wanted to give you the time if there are any other uh, merchandise or social plugs, anything else about the narrative uh, you would like to share uh, with our listeners. Yeah, social media at the real EC3 IG. My my biggest mainstay, Twitter and Facebook. I hate them, but occasionally I jump on there. Through those profiles, you can click on a link with every link I have of the stuff I'm up to. One being free the narrative on Fight TV starting July third. The other being www.freethenarrative.com, which tells you exactly what the narrative is all about. It has nice merchandise that are available concerning all of our great talents. So you support the narrative, you're supporting them. Great design shirts from my print shop, www.justifiedprints.com, which also subs as our studio for creating the narrative. And the people that are knocking on the door, that's where they come to be filmed against my infamous gray wall. If you go to www.freeec3.com, You'll have access to my wearable propaganda, which is my merchandise, all designed, printed, shipped by me, because if you're going to control your narrative, you might as well control your merch. So check that out. Uh, what else? Yeah, the Project Narrative Fitness app, join.freec3.com. It is a custom nutrition and workup workout app I've created where I literally make you diets and workouts to you, the individual. So it's a painstaking process, but great benefits, great betterment. Better yourself physically, mentally, and spiritually. You will find yourself uh, if you're looking for guidance and motivation through fitness. Let me make your workouts. Let me make your diet. Let me yell at you online because I'll do all three of those things. Uh, EC3, thank you for this time. I, I feel greatly enlightened now. You that should. I feel like I I've like been... 
I've experienced part of the narrative and, and I feel like my thoughts are free now and, and I've been taken on a journey, so to speak. So I, yeah. The journey starts with the very first step and your journey is your own. Oh, also let me mention EC3 at freeec3.com for email inquiries. And I am limited, but I do do some independent things if they don't suck. So check that out. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad we're on this journey together. Mm. You need you need a support system. And through the narrative, my crazy bullshit will make you a better person. Well, thank you, EC3. And best of luck for you, uh, for you on this matchup. And uh, you know, getting to be in front of fans again on pay-per-view and continuing to take the reins of your career and, and, and taking the reins of your story and your narrative. I think this is something everyone uh, can learn from, even outside of wrestling. So thank you for this time. And you've been listening to EC3 on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Thank you, everybody. All right, and that was EC3. So this Sunday, July 11th, at the Chesapeake Employees Insurance Arena, he will be wrestling Flip Gordon at ROH, Best in the World, available on pay-per-view. Now also, for the 411 Wrestling Interviews podcast, you can listen to us on our YouTube channel, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you're listening to us on YouTube, if you can like, subscribe, or comment on the video on the channel, I would very much appreciate it. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, if you can give us a five-star rating or review, I would very much appreciate that as well. But more than anything, thank you for finding the show. Thank you for listening to us and bringing us into your homes. And everyone, stay safe and please be well. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Jeffrey Harris, the J to the E to the double F and this is the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye.